Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Then we're on the road with the Rough Riders. Joe Womack was our strength coach, and he was rooming with Ron Este. I'm coming down the elevator with Joe Womack, and he is man, he is so mad. And I'm like, what's wrong, Joe? And he goes, you wouldn't believe what Este did. He's in his underwear, and he emptied the mini bar. Smarties and the Kit Kats thinking it's free, thinking it was a gift basket. And Joe looks at me, it ain't fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on a Wednesday, July 12th. It is episode number 1037 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. We are live, which beats the alternative on Game Plus Television. We are Atlanta's NHL show, WQEE Radio. Also podcast and YouTube live. And we, we are the golden corral of sports talk. I can tell you that we've got a little bit of everything for you coming up over the next two hours. Our guests include from the Regina Leader Post and formerly Global Television, Taylor Shire, with an on-the-spot report live uh, from Mosaic Stadium as they get ready for a big football game on Saturday up there in Saskatchewan. And Terry Williams from the BC Lions is going to be with us in our weekly CFLPA Player Spotlight, which we have a brand-new sponsor for. It is Sober. Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beverages. We'll be telling you more about that in hour two. Let's bring in Darren Moose Dupont. I'm in South Florida in the air conditioning in the Florida studio. Moose is in Tarana, where I'm sure it's warm. And Moose, when I mentioned the Golden Corral, we did not have you on camera. Did you smile? Did you laugh? Uh, did your mind flash back to Charlotte, North Carolina on the weekend? Yeah, and I was two things. We didn't go to Golden Corral. Yeah. That was one. No. And the second one, as I was on the Uber on the way to the airport, we drove by, and I'm like, they got Waffle House here? We could have definitely oh, yeah. found some action at Waffle House at midnight when the day was over. But uh, alas, we didn't do either. Just leaves us something for the next trip. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I wondered about that because one of our staff, the uh, wonderful cameraman, Jake, uh, not, a, not a Golden Corral fan, so I thought maybe your mind of the week. went to that. Yes. Yeah. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? Let her rip from there. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be a big CFL day. I got a little hockey, but we will open with baseball. Elias Diaz hit a two-run homer off Felix Bautista in the eighth inning. And the National League snapped a nine-game losing streak in the MLB All-Star game with a 3-2 win over the American League. The NL won for the first time since 2012 when uh, they won in Kansas City. Eight to nothing. Uh, it was a defensive, not a defensive struggle. Depends how you look at it. It was a defensive jam, a pitcher's duel, if you will. But you saw they didn't score two of their runs. Kane not didn't come till the eighth inning. And for me, uh, you asked if I watched it. I watched the start of it, but I was a little. <sighs> the, what came out of it for me was Blue Jays closer Jordan Romano left the All Star game because of back tightness. The 30-year-old righty relieved to start the seventh inning and retired Will Smith on a flyout. He only threw five pitches, pulled himself from the game. Um, 
Yeah, I, th this one against the odds. I know that. People were writing in here yesterday saying, who's, who's favored to win tonight? I don't really care. It was a nine-year winning streak for the American League. That's what I knew. So clearly, the and plus it was in their park. But the National League won. Elias Diaz is the first ever Colorado Rocky to be named the MVP of the All-Star Game. So that's exciting. But for me, that was about it. Uh, I, I tuned in enough to see what kind of a spectacle it was in terms of the broadcast. And I had people... <laughs> I shouldn't say the broadcast. I didn't really have the sound up for most of it. I had a guy, my guy Murph, not John Murphy, another guy named Murph. Everybody whose Nick, whose last name is Murphy's nickname's Murph, Moose, as you know. And he goes, man, do they ever botch the anthem? And I'm like, oh, I didn't have the sound up, so I missed it. Um, I don't care. I'm sure whoever was singing it was trying their best. I'm sure of that. And then I watched the highlights today on SportsCenter, and uh, it was all about the mic'd up players and the funny comments that came through the broadcast. And I'm like, you know what? I'm cool with that. That's what an all-star game is yeah. for. But don't, don't tell me to tune in for an actual game because that's not really what it was. So I'm ready to move on. Any all-star thoughts for you? No. Bo Bichette had an RBI and his one at bat. Um you know, pretty quiet. I have no concerns about Jordan Romano. He's come out and said, you know what, it's precautionary. I'm not going to, you know, risk anything in an all-star game that, you know, not that it doesn't mean anything, but, you know, you're not playing for anything. The season's more important. So I think we come away with it feeling pretty good, and it came down to the end. I'm actually glad that you brought up Bo Bichette, the Bo flow, because this morning on Miami Sports Radio, my guy Joe Rose who you've had the opportunity to listen to, and we were bombing around in Goldie, my Jeep. Uh, they weren't talking about the game. This is the problem with baseball. It's just too slow for an adrenaline junkie like myself. It's just too slow. So what Joe was talking about was the fact that A-Rod and Derek Jeter were on the pregame show together on Fox, and he's like, I thought they didn't get along. They must have had a let-it-go-bro moment that they're getting along now. And I'm like, I don't care about this. Click. Moving on. Point two, the Toronto Argonauts. This is like a day-old news, but we're going to talk about it. Of the Canadian Football League have signed head coach Ryan Dinwiddie to a multi-year extension. Dinwiddie is in his third season as Toronto's head coach. He's guided the franchise to consecutive first place finishes atop the East. And, of course, a Grey Cup championship last year at Mosaic Stadium in Regina, 24-23 over Winnipeg. And the quote of the whole news release... And I'm telling you, everybody, it's going to be a big CFL day. So if you don't like that, don't watch. CFL fans, rejoice. Start spreading the news. A big CFL day today on the RP Show. Argos General Manager Mike Pinball Clemens saying in the news release, and I'll try and do my best pinner imitation, while some say coaches are hired to be fired, in this case, our hire brought fire, said Mike Pinball Clemens in the news release for the Toronto Argonauts. And he did. And what I'm realizing is, because I'm only 50, that's younger than most of our viewers on television. That's what the ratings and the analytics tell us. Because I'm only 50, I think I'm going to live long enough to be able to tell everybody, I told you so, I told you so, unlike everything. Because when Ryan Dinwiddie was hired as head coach of the Argos, there was so much... Uh, he's not ready. He's like Justin Trudeau. He's just not ready. And I'm like, no, th th then you don't know Ryan Didwitty. I watched him as a blue bomber. Then we had him over in Saskatchewan. And I know that he brings the fire, as Pinball just said. I knew he was going to be great. He just 
gets up in the morning and pees excellence. He's coached for two years. They finished in first two years. Won a great cup. So this did not surprise me, Moose. But I'm just glad to know that I can kind of sit back and go, nee, 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 told you. Feels so good. Your thought. Dinwiddie is a real, I don't want to say, breath of fresh air is not quite right for the league. But it's so important when you can have a, a coach who played in the league now have success, be a great coach. It's just like the quarterback conversation. This league is better when we have more personalities and elite-level quarterbacks. It's the same at the coaching spot. When we have more coaches who stick around and are well-known and have that elite-level ability to win games and have some personality, I think that's so key for the league. You know, going back to the Huffnagels and the Wally Buonos and the Cal Murphys and the Don Matthews, et cetera, et cetera, you know, now you've got... Mike O'Shea and Dave Dickinson, and you've got Rick Campbell and, you know, Orlando Steinauer. And now you can add Ryan Dinwiddie to the list of coaches who are here to stay. So I think it's great for the league that he's doing so well. Wonderful comments. CFL fans rejoicing today. Uh, there are a lot coming in here. Um, John in Vancouver, John O'Flynn says, fantastic pinball Clemens impression. You know what? I am kind of proud of that. They came out better than I thought. That's the first time I've ever tried to in, uh, imitate Pinner. Um, John Ohm in Winnipeg. Bear with me. Ohm didn't have that ready. He says, just not ready. Love it. Oh, that was another John. John Ohm says, pinball should be the next CFL commish. Um, uh, there is a commish. So until that changes, uh, until it's not Randy Ambrosi, we won't talk about who will be the next one. From Bo, he writes it. He says, good morning from Saskatoon. Able to catch live for a bit today. Howdy, Bo. Glad to have you aboard. And uh, from Kevin the Medium, says, good morning, RP peeps. Good morning, Kevin the Medium. And from Jeff the Stamps fan, who's been nice enough to join us today. He says, the Stampeders turned him into the coach. Dinwiddie is today. Uh, no, that's a hard no for me, dog. I said, no for me, Doc. Just because I knew him before. You just, you just knew. You, some people you just know. And uh, he's had that in. Namaste. It reminds me, <laughs> as you know, for years, because I told you this, at the former radio station that I used to work at, I was often told, and, and let's be honest about it. This is the true story. You can ask them. They, I wouldn't think they'd lie, but they might. They said, uh... You'd be nothing without us. We made you. You're lucky that we employ you. And I was like, eh. And you hear that enough, you really start to believe it. But then after I left, I got thinking about that. And I'm like, so would there not have been a Wayne Gretzky if it wasn't for the Edmonton Oilers? No. They were just the vessel for Wayne. He'd have been great anywhere. Am I the Wayne Gretzky of broadcasting? Some might say yes. But no, you get my point, Moose. I mean, what do you know? Dinwiddie was going to be great no matter where he was. Uh, Calgary didn't screw him up. What did Huff say about coaching Tom Brady in 2003 in New England? I didn't screw him up. That's what Huff said. So no, Dinwiddie would have been great. Calgary didn't make him into anything. Helped and didn't derail it because that does happen. People do get screwed over along the way. Calgary helped, but they're not the reason. 
Uh, point three, Trevor Harris of the Saskatchewan Roughriders was named the top quarterback in the CFL's weekly honor roll Tuesday. And when people talk about how the CFL does business, I'm not in favor of what they do here, but they don't consult me. It used to be, which I don't know why they got to go changing everything. We had a top offensive player. We had a top defensive player. We had a top special teams player, and we had a top Canadian. Covered it all. And then for whatever reason, they went away from that. I'm sure they have their own reasons, but then they went to the three players of the week. So whatever. And now this convoluted mess. Trevor Harris named to the honor roll. Players in nine specific positions are highlighted based on data points registered and compiled by Pro Football Focus, a sports analytic company. Riders receiver Mitch Picton in the Riders offensive line also received honors. Also, Calgary's Diedrich Mills was the top-ranked running back. Ottawa's Drew Desjardins was the highest-rated O-lineman. Winnipeg D-lineman Jackson Jeffcoat. Ottawa linebacker Tyrone Vretti. Montreal defensive back Marc-Antoine Dequay. All nine, nine players of the week. <laughs> like you couldn't even get him into a bus. <laughs> Why do you do this? I'm not I'm not even going there. Like this Why? is like a stand-up comedy routine and you know the lady at the back gets up and starts you know mouthing off and you're like this this is too easy. The whole show just writes itself. You know like <laughs> nine players of the week. Now we're getting into participation trophy level. Come on. Who didn't get? This is like, you know, if you got 80%, you make the on. I guess, you know what? It is the honor roll. You get 80%, you hit the honor roll. So there's that. And just whenever he's back in, throw him on the screen if he's good to go. But, you know, hey, they're trying something new. So I don't want to just jump all over them for that. If they're trying something new, um, I get it. The honor roll. I would do the honor roll at the midway point and at the end of the year, Rod. I would do the honor roll at the midway point at the end of the year. Then anybody who's 80% or more can make the honor roll list. You don't do a weekly honor roll. You don't. Not with everybody who grades 80. I mean, imagine the certificates you got to plaster all over the wall. They won't mean anything. Uh... We're having fun with it. That's not a good shot. Um, where are we now? We're four, oh, we're a couple minutes away. This isn't so bad. Um, it's going to be a great show. We're going to get Rod's internet locked in and figured out. If not, I got you for two hours. We'll be fine with that. Um, CFLPA Player Spotlight is coming up, and we've got a brand new sponsor. Ring the bell. Sober Carpenter is our new sponsor of the CFLPA uh, Player Spotlight. That segment is coming up, and Taylor Shire will join us from Saskatchewan. Uh, and the uh, Post Media covers the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Taylor Shire is going to be alongside a little bit later on. We're going to dive into your text messages. So uh, light up the text line at 902-518-3033. That's the text. And we'll also get into the poll question as well. Rod, uh, I didn't touch on that yet. I know we're close to a break here. Um, all I did when you were gone, teed up what's coming up with Taylor Shire and our CFLPA oh, player segment. I, I heard. It. You said ring the bell. We have a new sponsor, Sober Carpenter. Yeah. Non-alcoholic craft beverages. So Terry Williams will be a... Hey, hey we're going to spotlight 
one player every week from the Canadian Football League Players Association, not nine. <laughs> uh, from Kevin the Medium, he says, we can get analytics, but the CFL can't update their site with simple standings. They're making a joke of the league I love. Uh, from Jack in Vulcan, Alberta, he says, what about nine hometown fans of the week? Uh, 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 uh. John O'Flynn in Vancouver says, Sober Carpenter, great beverages from Quebec. Love them. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I'm glad it's a Montreal-based company. And they've come on board to sponsor our weekly CFLPA spotlight. Okay, we'll be right back. We've got plenty to get to. Some hockey notes, as I mentioned. Our uh, poll, Wimbledon for Moose, and uh, whatever else you people would like to talk about. We'll be back in a moment. You're watching on Game Plus Television. Listening on WQEE, the key radio, podcast, and YouTube live. Get the card that gets you every blockbuster movie this summer for just $9.99. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. Every movie. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. $9.99. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Transformers Rise of the Beasts. The Flash. Oppenheimer. The Little Mermaid. Barbie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. The Meg 2. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You get the idea, but we're running out of time. Every ticket just $9.99. Get all the movies. Get the deal. Join today at LandmarkExtras.com. Landmark Cinema's Movie Club. For movie lovers. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The RP Show continues, brought to you in part by 4 Check them out at 4 slash care. And uh, just checking the Progressive Insurance text line, 902-518-3033. That's the number to reach us here. In the Florida studio, Moose is in Tirana. Buffalo Bill writes in from North Dakota, and he says, Greetings and no hallucinations from cloudy 14 degrees Celsius, Minot, North Dakota. I don't know what he means by this, Darren, but I'm just going to read it. He says, How long will MLB players maintain their smile after adding more shields? NHL injuries are often more severe after more shields are required. Players are not respecting opponents and themselves. I'm just reading it. I'm just going to leave that there. And before we jump into the daily poll question, uh, Moose, I said that we would talk hockey. There ain't a lot going on. The hockey people are at the lake. 
Let them enjoy it. But I saw this. Some guy put this up on uh, Twitter. One year ago today, if you look at the date, July 12th, Johnny Gaudreau informed the Calgary Flames that he would not be returning, that he would not be signing in free agency. One year ago today, and to be honest, I haven't really thought about it, maybe twice all year, his return to Calgary, and then when I saw him play here in Southern... If you want to... And then the guy did the crying emoji, the guy that put it on Twitter. I'm like, if you want to live in the past and sit there in your own swamp and crap, then go ahead, but I'm not. Why would you recognize a day that makes you cry? Why would you do that? I know... It, it's tough, and some people are just sadistic. Maybe it was an Oiler fan, you know? Sadistic. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but you know what? It was what? a Flame like, fan account. Yeah. Yeah. The start of, start of what, what ended up being a bit of a downward spiral and a lot of changes in Calgary, which led to coaching changes and GM changes. This day, one year ago, it started with Gaudreau, then Kachuk, and boom, boom, boom. The dominoes fell, um, and here we are. Tough. Yeah, like I say, amen. Uh, Phone going off. Everything's happening. Jeff writes in from Minnesota. He says, I've been trying really hard to be a fan of the CFL, but they continue to disappoint. Well, if you look at 3downnation.com today, they said the TV ratings are up a bit. So that's the good news. Um, so to the poll question, we do it every week. Every Wednesday is this specific question. What is Canada's game of the week in the Canadian Football League? It's brought to you by Key Auto Group, as I mentioned. At the Key Auto Group, you can buy with confidence knowing that they provide reports on all vehicles they sell. Get fully informed with your next vehicle by going to keyautogroup.ca. And I took the liberty of writing down the uh, betting lines here and uh, i love when i am back in florida at home and i have my u.s phone because for whatever reason i can get the bet regal app on it but i couldn't get it on my canadian phone it makes things a lot easier moose you do me a favor and try to download the bet regal app and see if you have success there in toronto but here here are the i'll tell you who's leading the poll right now it's gone up and down when I first looked at it, it was the Argos Alouettes Friday night in Montreal that was leading. Now it's Calgary at Sask on, what is that, Saturday night? Yeah, a West Division collision. I'm not going to ask you to take the bet or not. I'm just going to tell you what the betting lines are. And by the way, coming up next segment, we're going live to Mosaic Stadium for an on-the-spot report. Hamilton Tiger Cats at Edmonton. And before I go any further, we have five. Okay, he's going to get those betting odds. Um, and I don't know what's going on with the internet over there. Um, we'll figure that out. But I want to weigh in on my game of the week in the Canadian Football League. I know he's going to ask me for that in a little bit here. Um, he'll get refreshed and set back in here, I'm sure, in record time. Um, for me, it's Calgary and Saskatchewan. And for me, it's because... Calgary is in jeopardy of falling behind and out of the race really quickly um, behind the top three, which are clearly Winnipeg, BC, and Saskatchewan early on. I mean, we're still early. We're four weeks into this thing, four or four games into this thing, five weeks in. You want to go through those betting lines before I do my game of the week? Yeah, yeah, I, I will. What was the last thing you heard me say? Um, you were just about to give the odds of the very first game. 
Okay. I apologize to all and sundry for the internet issues here. I thought it was the weather that was causing an issue last week in Charlotte and it was too hot and, and maybe it is for the Xfinity line here. I'm not sure, but I just want to say we've got five tickets to give away for the Ticats and the Elks on uh, Thursday night is where week six will kick off. Five tickets to give away. We did a Twitter contest today and said retweet this tweet. Five. We had five retweets. That's all. You should see the comments coming in from people. Saying, what are you, trying to double the attendance? Isn't that the regular cost of the tickets, people said? Like, so they're down on Edmonton. I get that. But you can text in now. You Edmonton viewers, you people in Edmonton, use the Progressive Insurance text line 902-518-3033. Write in all caps, TICKETS, and you'll be entered for a random draw. We'll let you know by 12.30 p.m. Mountain. How about that? So you can make plans. Five tickets. For the Yolks and the Ticats. So, Hamilton favored. I'll do it real quick, and then we'll come back on them. Hamilton favored by two and a half at Edmonton. Toronto favored by five and a half at Montreal. That's Friday night. And then there's a Saturday doubleheader. Winnipeg favored by nine and a half at Ottawa. And Saturday night, Riders favored by one and a half at home over Calgary. Riders are the only home team favored at Bet Regal. The rest are uh, road favorites, interestingly enough. But uh, does the streak end? What's it at? 19 games now for Edmonton? Does the streak end Thursday night in your mind? Ticats favorite going in. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't think so. Because Hamilton, for me, is coming off a win. They're, they're getting better. Hamilton is getting better. And Edmonton is not. So I think Hamilton continues to improve. If I'm just going based on what I think is going to happen, um, and I'll keep betting against them until they win, um, just from a betting perspective. So, no, I don't think it ends. Uh, I'm just checking from the, uh, from the audience for the cheap seats. John O'Flynn in Vancouver says, you people in BC are not eligible. Yes, you are. If you want to fly over the Rockies and go to Edmonton, you need to be at the game. If you enter the contest and you win and you don't go to the game, you will be beaten soundly at midfield at the next Elks home game. Just so you know. Don't be a professional contest player. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. Jeff, the Stamps fan says, Ryder Stamps has to be game of the week. If the Stamps lose, they're in legitimate trouble. When was the last time anyone's been able to say that? Oh, Jeff's taking off the red goggles for today. Forget about the gloves being off. The goggles are off today from Jeff, the Stamps fan. Good work. And by the way, coming up next segment, we'll be going live to Mosaic Stadium. Taylor Shire will be with us. Anyways, from the Regina Leader Post, Argos at Alouettes, top two teams in the East. Argos favored by five and a half. There's a case to be made. The Eastern fans would say this is the game of the week. That would should be a, a great one. Yeah, I think it should be really good. It's another opportunity. Everybody now, it, it feels like it's shifted. The target used to always be on the back the last few years of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. But now it's shifted to Toronto, especially after Winnipeg lost to B.C., and the Great Cup and everything else. It's shifted to Toronto. They're number one, I think, undisputed number one in the Canadian Football League, um, power rankings, and every metric you want to measure teams by. Um, so every week, it's who can step up. And Montreal's shown an ability to say, look, at, we don't necessarily think Montreal's 
a, a, a Grey Cup favorite, but they're definitely in the upper half of the league. So now it's a chance for them to take a big step forward and a big challenge for Cody Fajardo against a really good defense that chewed up and spit out Vernon Adams Jr. just a couple of weeks ago. By the way, I was at a meeting this morning, 7 a.m. meeting, and you're going to have to check our uh, social media here, and I'll put it up on our Instagram story and, and all the rest. I saw a black car, and I'm not a real big car guy, but it was black with orange stripes down the middle and the number three on the door. I was like, this thing, Vernon Adams needs Ooh. this car. Can you see that? Oh, my. Oh. He does. VA needs that car. I stopped and took a photo T of it. Tag a minute. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting. Oh, trust me, I'm going to. But it was funny because it was with that same guy I was having coffee with this morning, the guy with that New York, Long Island accent. Not Chris Sanford because he's from the Bronx. It's different. This guy's name's <laughs> Gary. And he it's leaned very different. I just met him. Like a, Don't yeah, make that it mistake. It is, actually. When I met him a year ago, he was like, you still do that, that sports announcing? It sounded just like a character from the Flintstones. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, on occasion, when needed, which don't get me started, because we don't have time here. Maybe I will an hour or two. Why I can only do play-by-play -play for events, I don't feel that I can do it for a team anymore. Because I just can't take the, take the BS anymore. And you know what I'm talking about. You know, on the weekend when we were... Yeah, we don't have time. I'll do that in hour two. Rod's rant coming up in hour two. You still do that sports announcing? Yes, yes, I do. Just the way he said it. Um, Ryan in Saratoga, New York. Says, not going to lie, I voted Argos Alouettes as my game of the week. I want to see if my Owls can give the Argos their first in the loss column for the season. Mm -mm -mm -mm. By the way, all these people writing in on the Progressive Insurance text line, you're going to the game, right? If I pick one of you, if I pick one of you, because it's going to be me this time, because we're going to set this all up with Jeff, and we'll get you the, the tickets emailed to you. If you don't use them, You'll be beaten. You'll be flogged at midfield at halftime. We'll drag you down there. So we got to make sure these tickets get used. And then Winnipeg at Ottawa, which on the Twitter vote, it's got like 0%. Nobody cares about that game. Saturday afternoon, the Blue Bombers favored by 9.5 at Ottawa. Who's going to play quarterback for the Red Blacks? Justin Trudeau? Eunice Corpusallo? Who in Ottawa can go take snaps for the Red Blacks on Saturday afternoon? Because they're all out of quarterbacks, aren't they? It's going to be tough. It's going to be really tough. And it's a tough week to be meeting the Winnipeg Blue Bombers if you're Ottawa. So, yeah, the spread, I mean, I, we're going to play deal or no deal later in the week. But, I mean, it's how do you not take Winnipeg no matter what the spread is? And it's probably going to go higher because nobody's going to bet on Ottawa. That's too bad. Because I've seen some good things from them early in the year. They just haven't had the results. Yeah, that's Saturday afternoon. It's going to be a wonderful Saturday. Like, I don't mind these doubleheaders at all. Frankly, if I had my druthers, I really enjoy the one game Thursday, one Friday, one Saturday, one Sunday. Worked yeah. out really well last week in North Carolina. I was able to watch three games. It was quite cool sitting in a restaurant, that Midwood Smokehouse, which we ended up going to three times, Darren. You were there once. We went back two more times, and the game was on the big screen uh, in the bar. 
My guy Cody, my Cody, and the Alouettes. I was I could, I could cheer on Cody and have ribs at the same time. Anyways, Sask and Calgary closes it out. The Riders are favored by a uh, point and a half. Is this, uh, we got less than a minute here, but is this where the rubber meets the road? This is a real slop. John Lynch would say this is an ESBG, an early season big game. Huge, huge. I think it's the game of the week because, you know, Calgary's in danger of falling out of the race. I said this, um, I think, when the internet went out there for a second. Um, Winnipeg, BC, and Saskatchewan have kind of started to separate themselves. Calgary is the interesting kind of wild card in the whole thing. Can they win? And the last time they played, it was so good, right? So coming right down to the end and overtime and all the rest. So I think this is a, a really big game to see if we can have a repeat of that. And if Calgary, they need a win to try and keep pace right now, even though it's, it's so early in the year. All right. Moose Knuckle, we'll see you in hour two. Later. All right, we got Taylor Shire with a live CFL report from Mosaic Stadium coming up right after this. It is the RP Show live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, podcast, of course, and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Thanks for joining us, everybody, on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio. Big CFL day today on this Wednesday. Not a lot going on in the hockey world, and everybody else is talking baseball. So we thought we'd talk a little three-down game. And with that, whether it's the game of the week or not, it, it probably is Calgary at Sass. We're going to go there live now. Taylor Shire doing a great job of covering the Saskatchewan Rough Riders for the Regina Leader Post, formerly of Global Television. Hey, Taylor, good to see you, man. Um, very, very succinctly, what's your read on how big this game is Saturday at Mosaic, Stampeders at Rough Rider? I don't know if it's the biggest game of the season yet for the Riders. I think that might happen uh, next week and the week after in that two-game stretch against BC and Toronto when they really find out uh, if they're contenders or not. Uh, but, but this is a big game for the Riders because... They want to stay ahead of the Stampeders, obviously, uh, after that big performance a couple of weeks ago, the overtime uh, win, that was quite the bizarre finish uh, in Edmonton last week. That was good to get, of course, but then go back a couple of weeks when they did play Calgary and they, they got past them in, in overtime in that uh, bizarre kind of finish to that game where, where Nick Marshall picked off Jake Mayer. I think if the Riders could build on that, uh, it's going to go a long way come October when the standings are, are a little more closer. I expect Calgary to take a bit of a step forward. The Riders uh, probably will take a bit of a step back in terms of the, the pace that they're going, right? They're not going to finish with, with 14 wins or, or whatever this season. So um, well, I would say big game, but not quite game of the year yet uh, for this team. Well, I had the Riders picked 
for eight wins, and they're almost halfway to that. So I didn't expect them to be three and one at this juncture. Um, your take on this start? I got to think they're pretty happy. Yeah, they're definitely happy. Uh, and we, we talked about it at practice yesterday. They found a way to win those close games. And if you look at it, they could realistically be 0-4. Um, you know, the, the goal line stop against Edmonton in the in the first win, if Edmonton punches that in and the Riders don't come back, there's the first loss, of course, Winnipeg. And then the overtime against Calgary. And then um, the bizarre Rouge play and Nick Marshall's interception against the Elks uh, most recently. So three basically kind of last minute gut-wrenching wins for this team uh, they obviously like where they're at uh, being able to pull out those victories because that's what good teams do obviously they find ways to win those games those those ugly close games so um they're three and one happy but like i said uh, they could easily be zero and four two and two whatever the case may be um so i think we're gonna find out a little bit this week but definitely like i said over the next two weeks uh when they take on bc and toronto to see what this team's really all about What's your read on the opponents Saturday night, the Calgary Stampeders coming in? Well, they're tough to judge this year because I don't know if they've put their best foot forward yet. I think they're a better team than what they've shown. Uh, Jake Mayer obviously can show that he can play in this league. We saw it last year. Obviously, it led to the bowley by Mitchell departure and and obviously an injury played part of that. But I think Calgary's better. They're not going to sit at one win all season they're going to start winning games uh, even Edmonton they're going to start winning games eventually and, and Craig Dickinson Dickinson pointed that out yesterday where you, you see kind of some disparity in the league right now you know a couple of teams at the top a couple of teams at the bottom but but by week 18 19 that's going to all even out a little bit more obviously um, you know I don't know what's going to happen out east uh, with Ottawa and Hamilton if they're going to put some wins together but certainly in the west I think the the parity is it's closer than what the standings show right now. Um, I'm going to switch gears. Uh, you are, I believe, hockey first. You are an ordained hockey official uh, for a long time, our director of officiating on the RP show. But life changes, clearly, for both of us. A lot, right? So you're on that rider beat. You're enjoying it. But you're also covering, um, we got to talk about this, a major changing of the guard with the Regina Pats Hockey Club. Iconic franchise, the world's oldest junior team. John Paddock is one of the biggest names, or was at one time, in hockey. Former coach of the Winnipeg Jets, Ottawa Senators, in the American Hockey League Hall of Fame for his time in Philadelphia. Nine seasons with the Pats. He's stepping down, retiring as general manager. Uh, he was the coach for most of those nine years. And Alan Miller's taken over as the general manager. You've been covering it all. I I'm interested to know your take on that changing of the guard under the orange top over there at the brand center. Yeah. Alan Miller was a name. I didn't really peg to be the next general manager of the Pats uh, because the writing was sort of on the wall for John Paddock. I think going into last season, he kind of knew that uh, it was going to be his last and it was just confirming that this off season, uh, you know, the Pats are going to go through a bit of a change, not having Connor Bedard, obviously uh, they're going to take a step back. So they need to sort of rebuild and, and, take a step back a little bit before they can take a couple of steps forward. And I think Alan Miller will be the, the guy to take this team to that next level over this, uh, I'm going to say few years of, of growing pains. They obviously have a decent team next year, but I don't know if they're, they're obviously going to take a step back from, from what, uh, what they had with Bedard last year. And I don't know if, uh, 
if John wanted to see this rebuild through. So he's going to hand it over to Alan Miller, who is obviously shown he's more than capable of building uh, winning teams, having led the Canada World Junior Team last two seasons, building that roster, and of course, uh, dating back to his time in Moose Jaw. So um, an interesting hire for the Pats. And now uh, we have to see, we're going to find out Thursday at noon who is next head coach is going to be. So uh, I don't, I've been doing a little digging on that. I don't have any names uh, that pop to the top. So um, I guess we'll have to wait and see for that. I'm going to bite my tongue and not tweet who's going to be the next head coach of the Regina Pats. But an interesting take on Alan Miller, not only GM of the Warriors from Hockey Canada, but also Sarnia and Guelph in the O. So uh, the hockey people certainly know him and a lot of hardcore fans. Lastly, Taylor, in the two minutes that are left, uh, your take on Bedard going to Chicago. I'm sure there are some long faces in Regina that he is gone, but it was a great three seasons. That and also your Canadians, like Canadian. For our Eastern viewers, uh, what's your take on, on them going into this season? Yeah, I'll start with Bedard. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's good for him that Chicago decided to load up with a, a bit of veteran talent uh, to go around him. They didn't really have much uh, last season. So when, you, when they drafted Bedard, uh, he kind of was the elite player, basically the only player that can put up points on that Chicago team. But then now they got Taylor Hall, even Corey Perry, a couple other guys. I think that's a good supporting cast for him. I don't know if they're going to be a cup contender right away, but I think that at least gives Bedard some cushion and some talent and some veteran leadership to learn around. So uh, I'm glad to see Chicago's out there to support him. Um, I think it'll be a good fit for Connor, and, and I expect him to be a 50-goal scorer within, I'll say, three to four years in this league, or, or, or maybe 100 points. It really depends on on the role he, he'll take. Uh, obviously, he has that lethal shot, and he's going to score goals, but I think he can also be, be a good assist man uh, if he gets a, a trigger man who can score goals, and, and that line mate of his will probably score 50 goals uh, eventually. He's just that good of a player. I've never seen anybody at his age dominate the way he did. So I expect big things from him in the NHL. And as for the Habs, uh, kind of the same boat, to be honest. They they have a bunch of young talent, and it's going to take a couple of years till they till they see this rebuild through. Uh, I think they need to sort out a couple of things, especially with the Carey Price situation, you know, I don't expect him to come back necessarily, but who's going to be the goalie of the future for this team? But they have a really good defensive core. Uh, Caden Gooley, obviously, a Prince Albert uh, Raiders product who is going to take a big step forward. And then with their forwards, Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, they have a, a lot of young talent that's just going to take another step forward under uh, Marty St. Louis, who Marty St. Louis, who I absolutely love as a head coach, and I hope to keep him around a long time. Taylor, a wonderful uh, report. We covered a lot. I appreciate it. As always, you jumping on with us and helping us out. I hope to see you when I'm back in a couple weeks' time and uh, enjoy the game Saturday night. Anytime. Reach out. The leader posts Taylor Shire, a real good guy and a fine reporter. We've got, uh, what do we got? Audience takeover coming up next and a sports update. In hour two, our CFL PA player spotlight for Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic craft beverages, features the BC Lions, Terry Williams. Looking forward to that. We'll be right back on Game Plus uh, Television, WQEE Radio, podcast, and YouTube Live.
PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. Our pay show continues. We got a sports update coming up. Now's the time to get a hold of me. 902-518-3033 on the Progressive Insurance text line. There's a lot of CFL stuff coming down the pipe. So tell all your friends, all those CFL fans around the continent. Rod talking CFL today. Probably will be a lot for the rest of the day. Um, here, uh, okay. The Ottawa quarterback situation is a big one, and this is the leading off the sports wire. The New Orleans Breakers of the United States Football League have released former Toronto Argonauts quarterback McLeod Bethel-Thompson. The move could pave the way for his return to the CFL. The Red Blacks have been reportedly talking with McBeth about replacing injured starter Jeremiah Masoli. And keep this in mind, I said earlier, who's going to quarterback the Red Blacks this week? Is it going to be Justin Trudeau? Is it going to be Eunice Corpusallo or somebody we've never even heard of? Hang on to that thought. Meanwhile, baseball commissioner Rob Manfred has no intention of altering Pete Rose's lifetime ban from baseball and said the sports commercial deals with gambling companies have no impact on the status of the career hits leader. Rose agreed to a lifetime ban in 1989 after an investigation found he placed numerous bets on his Cincinnati Reds while playing for and managing the team. Is it as somebody explain this to me? Because I'm not totally all in on the Pete Rose thing, but if he just admitted he did it, would he get in? Because he's denied it the whole time. I, just, I feel like if he said, okay, I did it, they might actually put him in the Hall of Fame, unless I've misread that. Somebody tell me. Tuna, do you know? Guess not. <laughs> he wouldn't even listen. This sports update brought to you by the Steadies. Their island rock genre of music was named Concert of the Year by Planet S Magazine. The new tour kicked off June 23rd in Kelowna. For more info, visit thesteadies.ca and stream the Steadies on Apple Music and Spotify. And also, we're brought to you by Landmark Cinemas. In theaters July 21st, Barbie. Barbie lives in Barbie land, and then a story happens starring Ryan Gosling, Kate McKinnon, Will Ferrell, and Margot Robbie. I mentioned the Progressive Insurance text line, 902-518-3033. Metal Shingle Guy has texted in, and regarding that Ottawa quarterback situation, he says they have ex-bomber Pig Rome flying in he's a semi-truck with an arm he should be able to coach up the d a bit too because they're playing winnipeg i get what you're saying metal shingle guy says go red blacks by the way here's the biggest breaking news of it all with metal shingle guy i hope you're still listening this gentleman it was at the buffalo days fair that's our fair in regina we call it buffalo days he left a note on the windshield of my Jeep, Big Bird, and he said, if you ever want to sell Big Bird, let me know. Well, Metal Shingle Guy, I don't have your 
card and phone number four years later. But I'm now selling Big Bird. So I'm going to give you first crack. So you can write back in here. I'll give you my Florida number. But yeah, the time's come. Big Bird, more famous than, than the General Lee, deserves better than to be sitting in a barn collecting dust. It's a summer vehicle, man. People should deserve to have the fun that I have had with it since buying it in, it was like 2017. Last minute of play in hour one. I'll say it again to all these people texting in on the text line, 902-518-3033. If you, uh, for those five tickets we're giving away to the Ticats and the Elks on Thursday, if you win and you don't go to the game, you will be beaten at midfield the next Elks home game because I see... Uh, where is it? I see my good friend Jack says, uh, Rod, how are you going to flog them at halftime if they're not at the game? LOL. I said, if you go back and play rewind, I said, next home game, we'll be flogging them at midfield if you win and don't go. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah, did I stutter? Kevin the medium selling Big Bird. We'll get into that and more next hour after this brief pause on Game Plus and WQEE Radio. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.